Greetings and salutations, listener. Here we are, back with the Coco and Dolts podcast. I'm not Coco. And I'm not Dolts. And we're doing real reviews because we're real people. That's right. Isn't that right, Coco? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, what are we doing? People clicked on it so they know what we're talking about, but tell them anyways what we're talking about in this episode of the Coco and Dolls podcast. Today we are talking about the exciting conclusion of season two of The Mandalorian. It's episode eight, chapter 16, The Rescue. So this episode is all about Mando teaming up with Cara Dune, Boba Fett, uh, Fennec Shand, who is apparently the character that Ming-Na Wen has been playing for the past few episodes, as well as Bo-Katan and uh, Bo-Katan's Mandalorian friend. They all team up to go save Baby Yoda from Moff Gideon. They uh, crash his Imperial uh, light cruiser. The non-Boba Fett and Mando, the ladies basically, go storm the bridge because Bo-Katan wants to get the Darksaber back from Moff Gideon because whoever has the Darksaber has claim to the throne of Mandalore. While they're doing that, Mando goes uh, to try to save Baby Yoda. Mando manages to fend off some dark troopers and send them into space. But after he saves Baby Yoda and confronts Moff Gideon, uh, and takes Moff Gideon to the bridge because Moff Gideon had gone into the jail cell where Baby Yoda is being held. While everybody is back on the bridge, the dark troopers manage to make their way back to the ship from space. And there is a final confrontation where dark troopers get vanquished, but not by anybody in the bridge. Mm-hmm. It's a spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Somebody from past movies returns Mm -hmm. to train baby yoda and should i tell them what happens with baby yoda at the end well yes i think that we have given them spoiler alerts enough okay so spoiler alert it's actually luke it's cgi'd young return of the jedi era mark hamill corvette summer era (laughs) he and his x-wing and r2 fly up they kill all the dark troopers Baby Yoda goes with Luke and R2 to do some Jedi training, leaving all the humans (laughs) on the bridge. Sitting there. And at the very end, in a scene after the final credits, uh, Boba Fett goes back to Jabba's palace and kills Jabba's right-hand man who was sitting on the throne at Jabba's palace. And then Boba Fett himself sits on the throne at Jabba's palace leading to a title card saying the book of Boba Fett coming December, 2021. So there's a lot going on in this season finale. There is. As there should be actually, because as, as this episode was starting up, I was thinking, I'm not feeling it right now. I'm not feeling any sort of tension. Like I was in the episodes leading up to it. I was thinking this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And then as it started, it was kind of slow in my mind. It was like, yeah, this, there's another one of those bargains where Boba Fett and Mando walk into the canteen and talk to the lady Mandos and they're like, (laughs) Hey, you need to help us. And they were like, no, we're not going to help you. You can't make us. And so then there's a, a bargain struck and the ladies say, We'll help you if you do this one thing for us. So we have this theme throughout the entire season has returned. 
Um, but after that, it kind of picked up a little bit and it became a little bit more thrilling and a little bit more tense. Um, but I have, I have a number of questions, Coco, <laughs> that stem from this particular episode, and I'm hoping you can entertain some of them. Well, I'll try. Okay, so the first thing that I have, as we said, listener, spoiler alert, it's Luke who comes near the end and saves the day. Um, and it's young Luke. So in Empire Strikes Back, doesn't Luke meet an older uh, Grogu, also known as Yoda, Mm-hmm. Doesn't he meet him for the first time, and and they're both much older, and they don't seem to know each other? Like I'm, I'm the timeline here is not working for me. Well, because Baby Yoda is not Yoda. It's a different Yoda. Yeah, it's one of Yoda's species, but not. So it's not the Yoda, right? People just called him Baby Yoda because he didn't have a name, and he's he looks like Yoda. So so okay, so that makes sense. But now, wouldn't young Luke? Wouldn't older Luke, when he ran into the real Yoda in Empire Strikes Back, have some sort of like, oh, I met a guy like you, and he was a baby? Well, so the Mandalorian takes place after the fall of the Empire. So it takes place after the events of Return of the Jedi. Ah. So So young Luke in this particular Mandalorian episode looked much younger to me than even Star Wars Luke. Oh, really? So that's okay. what I was, I'm confused that they CGI'd him so smooth oh, okay. that he looked like he was much younger. So that makes sense now that this is, I know this is a bridge, you know, between mm-hmm. uh, the series and the and the franchise, but and, I was confused by that. And I will interject here, listener, and say that I actually thought the CGI was pretty good. Um, the CGI of young Luke compared to the CGI of young Leia at the end of Rogue One, like young Leia at the end of Rogue One was freaking creepy. Like that takes you straight out of the movie. Like even CGI'd Grand Moff Tarkin is not as bad as CGI'd young Leia. So I actually thought CGI young Luke was really good. I thought his voice was a little weird. Like, I don't know if... Mark Hamill had to record his dialogue on his iPhone because of the <laughs> pandemic and send it over. And there were some audio issues, but I thought the audio was a lot more jarring than the visuals. Well, and it's it didn't seem to sync either. Like the voice and the and the image didn't seem. It almost like was he was moving his lips kind of thing, and <laughs> it didn't really work. So uh, that that threw me off a little bit. Um, but I thought it was overall. I thought the episode was really good. Um, it was a little bit disappointing in that I didn't think it was as thrilling as the previous episodes had built up to be. Like I was looking for something humongous. This in terms of the Star Wars universe is humongous. Um, but to me, it, it was a little bit softer ending than I thought, but, uh, still really, really good. And, um, a pretty good cap, I think to the series. Now, a couple of the other questions I had regarding this, uh, was, so the dark troopers come in in a big way. Yes. And you and I were talking about this, Coco, when we were watching it. It was like, why didn't they just... Because the guys were all on the bridge. <laughs> and what? and the dark troopers, we get official confirmation, are droids. Right. They are not storm troopers who are, you know, living things right. inside of like a silly looking uniform. They're actual <laughs> droids. Which a uh, listener might know this from previous podcasts, but I always thought stormtroopers were androids to begin with, like dating back to Star Wars. <laughs> right. And now I'm like, oh, they're shooting real people. Like that's not, 
<laughs> that's not nearly as fun. <laughs> but it also explains why they're such terrible shots. Right. And as it turns out, the dark troopers are really bad shots, too. Because right. when Luke shows up and he's just like laying waste to all of them, like suddenly they turn into stormtroopers. And... They're shooting each other and right. shooting their own feet. And <laughs> right. Totally. Aiming five feet to the left of Luke. And... Right. Suddenly it turns into like a Benny Hill episode. But when, you know, Mando and everybody else is taken on the dark troopers, like they're evil, accurate murdering right. machines. Right. So it was really kind of funny, actually. <laughs> so uh, I, I dare you, listener, now to watch that scene without that music right. going through your head. Totally. The Benny Hill music. <laughs> Sorry, listener. So the so the question I had regarding the Dark Troopers was, though, like, because they're all on the bridge. They've stormed the bridge. The good guys have, have, you know, taken over the ship. Why don't they just put the push the button that says, you know, pause or right. what? <laughs> pause the... Pat, pause the dark troopers. Right, stand totally. down. You know, here's the button because you know there's a button. Right. There's a button for everything. Uh huh. Because you have to power up the dark troopers right. because they're such a drain on like the ship's <laughs> Wi-Fi or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that, you can see the lights kind of dim a little bit. <laughs> that they have to be kept in like one cold storage unit, <laughs> and then when they're needed. They press a button to power up the dark troopers, and it takes a few minutes for them to be right, fully powered does, up. You yeah. know, yeah. So, like when the Max, the old Max, used to boot up, right? <laughs> so, if they have to press the button to power up the dark troopers, why right. can't you just press the button to power down the or dark? Just troopers? reverse what you just did. <laughs> right. Like there are many things with the dark troopers. Like they were really cool. They were very, like you said, Coco. They're very Terminator esque. Uh, they're very intimidating, very scary, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is that not only can they shut them down, but they were located in this uh, room that actually had an emergency, I don't know what the door was, out into outer space. Yeah, like, like why an were airlock. They, yeah. Like, so why wouldn't you, you know, why wouldn't Boba Fett, after they're in there and they've incapacitated all the stormtroopers and all that stuff, why wouldn't he circle back and then shoot that particular part of the ship? Right. And blow it up. And then, so there's a lot of holes in the whole Dark Trooper thing. I mean, it was mm-hmm. pretty cool, but I, I think logic took a took a back seat in, in that particular. In the grand tradition of Star Wars, logic has taken <laughs> right. a back seat. Right. Like the whole thing with the with the thumb drive in the last episode that we watched, <laughs> right. which was completely ridiculous. And yet, and yet the, somehow this, the Dark Troopers can be commanded from the bridge to do these amazing things and be immortal and all that sort of stuff. I just, there's some real uh, pause there but uh anyway what did you think i've done a lot of talking here coco you tell me well did you have any more questions or you i have many more but i think it's it's probably time for you to listen (laughs) so that or you to talk because listeners listeners like i i really rather listen to coco (laughs) so i yeah i loved this episode i thought it was great the uh opening bargain between mando and boba fett and the two mandalorian ladies didn't bother me because it was i i knew you were gonna say like oh just help me with this one thing but i mean it was two minutes of the of the episode so it wasn't like a protracted 15 minute negotiation mm-hmm. and we knew that he was going to have to storm the imperial cruiser to get baby yoda back anyway so it wasn't like he was doing something that was unrelated to what he wanted mm-hmm. in order to get to what he wanted like he was doing something that tied in with what he wanted um i was thinking like if you know one, one of those things i would like to see is we'll help you with Grogu, if you just do the chicken dance. Oh my God, that would be amazing. (laughs) 
That would be awesome. So I that would, would be like a, a bargain that I would like to see. I would love to see Mando do the chicken do dance the chicken and like the full Mandalorian armor. That would be awesome. I'm really sorry, listener, that now you have the Benny Hill music and the chicken dance music going through your head all day after <laughs> listening to this episode of our podcast. Earworm. That's what we're all about here at Coco and Delts is about the earworms. So yeah, so that, that the bargain didn't bother me. I thought the action was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that the four ladies were just kicking ass and killing all the stormtroopers and just storming the bridge and taking everybody out. Yeah, I that thought, was cool. Yeah, I thought that was super duper cool. Um, I liked that we got to see Grogu again. Mm-hmm. You know, he took like a an episode or two off while he was kidnapped. Um, I was surprised that they left Moff Gideon alive, like... I, maybe there's a reason for that. I mean, you don't want to waste John Carlo Esposito, right. but because he's such a good bad guy, yeah, he is. and you can do more stuff with him. And like I said previously, I haven't really read or watched any of the expanded universe stuff, so I don't know if maybe he's going to come into play in some of the other series that are being launched on Disney Plus. But um, I mean, you just know that guy is going to do anything he can mm-hmm. to try to kill everybody mm-hmm. and keep Baby Yoda for his nefarious purposes. So I was kind of surprised that um, they didn't take him out when they had the opportunity. I freaking loved Luke and R2 coming back. Like, that was amazing. <laughs> like, I had like 18 orgasms when R2 showed up. And Daltz can testify to that because, yes. yeah. Because um, so, I felt the wrath of that. <laughs> because I'm one of those people who likes the fan service. Like, I know a lot of people are kind of getting antsy with like a lot of the fan service elements that have been coming in in the final episodes of this season. But I mean, I freaking loved it. Mm -hmm. I am sad because baby Yoda went with Luke. So Mm -hmm. what's this going to mean for season three of the Mandalorian? Like they obviously set it up. Um, Mando took the dark saber off Moff Gideon. And when he tried to give it back to Bo-Katan, apparently the dark saber has to be won in battle. So even though, you know, Mando doesn't have any interest in the throne of Mandalore. Mm -hmm. He was just like, here, I yield, take it. And she was like, no, I can't do that. I have to win it. So they're setting it up for like some battle between those two. But there's mojo attached to the dark saber. Yeah. But like, I want to still see baby Yoda. So (laughs) what's going to happen now with baby Yoda? And he's going to get his own series. Don't worry about it. Disney's got like 19 series planned for next year. That would be awesome. If we just saw like Luke's Jedi Academy, if that was just like, (laughs) (laughs) is it going to be like uh, Jack Black's school of rock? (laughs) Or like high school musical. (laughs) (laughs) They bring Zac Efron back. Because we love Zac. As you know, listener, we love Zac. Yeah, so I, I enjoyed it. I really loved it. I thought it was a great end to the season. Like maybe there could have been a little bit more fireworks, but I'm not I'm not gonna be angry about it. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, it was a pretty good cap. I mean, I I think this ep- this season probably could have been about five or six episodes. Yeah, we could have we could have cut off the first two episodes for sure. Yeah, and They're, maybe even three as far as I'm concerned. Um but it it could have been a lot shorter than it was. Um but it, it ended really well, which is mm-hmm. what you wanted to do. Right. Basically, the last five episodes, at least, every every single one was good. Mm-hmm. Nothing was extraneous. Like, yeah. it was... the. I think Dalt's only complaint is that Carl Weathers hasn't shown <laughs> up for a few episodes. Yeah. So we, we want uh, Grief Karga to come back, but... I wanted more Apollo Creed, I gotta, I gotta admit. Yeah, for and, sure. And I should say, for the record, in the last episode, I said that we were going to see Bill Burr come and save the day at the end with the sniper. And that was not the case. So I want to, you know, I've made a false prediction there. I want to admit that right now. Um, but I was, 
I, I, I'm happy that Luke came back with R2, but mm-hmm. I would have also been extremely happy if it had been Obi-Wan mm-hmm. coming back to save baby Yoda because I love Obi-Wan. Like Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan was by far the best thing about the prequel trilogy, mm-hmm. which I said, if you listen to our prequel trilogy review way back around episode 66, because of Order 66, we did that on purpose. We did. So I would have been extremely happy if it had been Obi-Wan, but... I'm also extremely happy that it was Luke and R2 because R2 is actually my favorite character in the entire Star Wars universe. So, <laughs> I uh, I will admit that the uh, dramatic conclusion where we were trying to figure out who this guy was was the, probably the best part of this whole series and season and series. And that would, as it turns out to be, Luke uh, coming off the uh, X-wing fighter and dominating the bad guys. The dark troopers, the suddenly inept bar, uh, dark troopers. Right. As he's dominating them, we're like, "Who is it? Who is it? Is it this person? Is it that person? Is it this person? Oh, it's, maybe it's Anakin. Maybe it's uh, Luke. Maybe it's uh, Obi Wan." Like we were trying to figure out who it was, and I was like, "Well, it's not Bill Burr. I can tell you that much." <laughs> Bill Burr suddenly has a lightsaber right. and is like going crazy. He went to Luke's academy, right. and well, he like- got like valedictorian uh, graduation. <laughs> he he did like the. Uh, you know, accelerated schedule at Luke's Academy. <laughs> he got like his GED and <laughs> came back right. and he's like, Hey, what? Who knows? You know? <laughs> so overall this season, yeah, you, uh, except for the first like three episodes, you were, you were happy. Yeah. I, I think it was good. Um, I was so disappointments first, uh, disappointed that it wasn't more Gina and wasn't more Carl, uh, because I love those guys. And, right. and I thought that they were, especially Gina Carano, Gina Carano was kind of, less consistent this season interacting than she was in the first season. In the first season, I didn't really see her acting very much, even though I was expecting to, because she's not, she didn't come from an acting background. Mm-hmm. Uh, this season, she wasn't as good. There were a couple of cringy scenes where she was in it, but I liked her overall. I mean, she just kicked some serious butt in the entire episode or in the entire uh, series and season. So she was good this year. Um, and the beginning of the season was not as strong as I've mentioned uh, but it closed really well. Uh, it didn't have the, I think the novelty factor is so tough in the second season. It's like making a second album or what mm-hmm. have you, or you come up with a really good book and then the second book has got to be so much better. Um, I think that they failed a little bit in that regard, but maybe that's why they threw those first three episodes under the bus and then were like, well, we're not going to top last season, but let's let's do what we can. And then almost like it was almost like a break in terms of, the first season and the second season that those first three episodes to me were like a break from our expectations maybe. And then, mm-hmm. and then it's and it finished, finished really strongly. So I would say overall, I'd say it's probably, probably a seven out of 10. Wow. So it was, it was, it was good. It was, it was better. It closed really well, like I said, which is, which is important. Coco, what do you think of the entire season? So yeah, the first two episodes just laid a giant egg. For me, um, they were extremely disappointing. I don't mind the third episode um, as much as you do. So I think if you chop off the first two episodes of this season, I would. it would be amazing. It would be like probably an A-plus for me. Mm-hmm. But the first two episodes bring it down. So you're right. The, uh, the novelty factor isn't there as much. But I mean, I'm fine with that. So I'd say overall, I'd give if I gave season one an A, I'd give season two like an A-. minus. Yeah. Like yeah, in the it, ballpark, right? Yeah, totally. Like I, except for those first two episodes, 
there wasn't any drop off for me in quality Mm -hmm. from the first season, especially like episodes four through eight were just fantastic. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed them. I I am worried about Mando and Baby Yoda getting separated for season (laughs) three. But we should mention we didn't mention last week and we need to mention today. We have now seen Mando take off his mask Mm -hmm. twice. Yes. When uh, he had to give Baby Yoda permission to go with Luke because Baby Yoda didn't want to leave Mando. So Luke was like, yeah, you got to tell him he can go. And so Mando took off his, uh, his mask and he was like crying and he was like, it's okay, kid, you know, you can go, I'll see you again. And he wasn't so, weeping though. He wasn't like, yeah, you, like know, you could see the tears in his eyes, right. but he wasn't just like, you know, he wasn't ugly crying. Right. <laughs> so Mando ugly crying. So that was a, that was a very touching moment. It was. Yes. And what's, so what's going to be next for the Mandalorian? Do we know what's happening for season three? Will there be a season three? There is a season three. It is allegedly premiering on Christmas day of 2021. Wow, so a whole year from now. So that means uh, we get up, we watch Die Hard, and then we immediately stream season three premiere of the Mandalorian. This I mean, is, that sounds like the perfect Christmas. This is Christmas at the Coco and Dolt's household right now. Everybody is jealous. Right. I mean. Well, they are anyway, because. This is what we do. That's true. They want to get paid the big bucks like we do to do what we do. (laughs) Watch movies and talk about it. Why wouldn't you want to get paid big bucks to watch Mando and talk about it? Exactly. So uh, anything else to talk about with The Mandalorian, the series, this particular episode? I'm sure as soon as we stop taping, I will think of something. But right now I'm drawing a blank. So you can check that in the extras, listener. That's right. (laughs) The DVD extras. (laughs) Right. Oh, Coco with a made in uh, Tatooine episode. I, I don't know. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen. So thanks for joining us, listener. We appreciate you uh, listening to the podcast. We appreciate your downloads. We appreciate you sharing and liking and commenting and going to CocoAndDolls.com and donating. Yes. Hit that donate button and just keep donating because otherwise we've got to get real jobs. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. For another episode of the podcast, thanks for joining us. I'm not Coco. And I'm not Dolls.